Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Influence. I'm your host, Adam Connor. When you were younger or in school or perhaps after a fun late night out, did you ever race a friend of yours from point A to point B? It was probably pretty simple. You either ran in a straight line or maybe around a track. But today's interview is all about a brand that features racers that do much, much more than that. I'm on with Spartan Race and specifically their chief marketing officer, Corolla Jane. Now, first off, if you're new to Authentic Influence, thanks very much for tuning in and welcome to our community. In each episode, we dive into a different brand and explore how that CMO drives it forward via mobilizing their masses and becoming more authentic each and every day. And there aren't many more raw experiences you can get than a grueling obstacle race over several miles where at the end you're covered in mud and blood and sweat and tears. And Corolla is going to tell us all about it. She's got a very, very passionate community of racers all over the world. And she talks to me about how she creates a community out of that and how Spartan Race is leading the charge forward when it comes to capturing those experiences and making it something that's welcoming for everybody. It's also the first interview I have in this space that focuses heavily on fitness, so that was personally exciting for me. But enough about me. Let's talk about Spartan Race and let's talk about Corolla. So I'm going to leave you to it. Without further ado, this is Spartan Race's Corolla Jane. Well, all right, everybody. I'm here with Corolla Jane from Spartan Race. Corolla, thanks so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me. It's great to, to talk to you, although so many people, I, this is the cleanest Spartan racer that I have ever spoken to. <laughs> Pe- Not covering mud right now, no, yes. No, no. How many Spartan races have you done? I've done about eight so far. Wow. Which has been your favorite one? My favorite one has been uh, the one in New Jersey because it has a lot of elevation. Yep. And I definitely enjoyed that. It's beautiful scenery. And, um, you know, I'm going to Tahoe this weekend where we have our world championship. Excellent. That is a much even more beautiful scenery, but that's also a level up. So Gosh, that would be so intense at those world championships, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can take it at your own pace, but if you're competing, then definitely it's, oh, yeah. it's intense. For sure. And it might snow this weekend, which will make it even more fun. Oh, my gosh. Especially with that elevation, I'm guessing, makes it very difficult. Yep. And yeah. weather can change from one minute to the other. And it's a completely different race and a completely different challenge so our uh, pros and elites are definitely in for some fun yeah i bet so uh let's talk a little bit about your your journey here how long have you been with spartan i've been here about two and a half years now got it and so what should let me know about your journey to this point and a little bit about what's new we were talking about some of this pre-recording but i want to hear it directly from you let's hear a little more about your journey yeah, my journey to Spartan is actually quite interesting. I've known Joe DeSena, the founder of Spartan, for quite a while. And um, I was at a branding agency before at Interbrand in corporate branding strategy. And Joe would constantly sort of keep me updated on the growth of Spartan. He's obviously taken this from, you know, just a thought and a race in Vermont to now I think we have 48 different countries, 250 events, and 1.3 million racers a year. So it's a massive global undertaking, yeah. plus a merchandise line, plus we're launching an online education platform. So a lot of new things that, that we're developing throughout these 10 years and scaling that on a global level. But how I came to Spartan originally was um, Joe had forwarded me um, um, an advertisement from Apple for the new watch at the time. And in this watch, they were prominently featuring a Spartan racer and his journey and how you know the, the watch sort of helped him stay motivated. And I said to Joe, having been at Interbrand and you know having led the best global brands variation league table, Apple is amazing. Like you've made it to the top of Apple sort of uses your, your content and your stories. That's amazing. So I looked on the Spartan website and the story was nowhere to be found. So I said to him, what are you doing with the story? And he said, nothing, because we have thousands of those. 
And I said, Joe, it's good enough for Apple. It's not good enough for you. That doesn't make sense. I don't believe you. So I said to him, send me all those stories that you say you have. And I physically had to set up a new email address because he was sending me so many of these transformational stories. And I just thought, wow, there's really something here. There's a community that's not being positioned. There there is um, sort of a pot of gold that we haven't uncovered in a way. And also an, an opportunity to create a platform where the community can much more interact. So I decided to join Spartan. And so what's new? I think the the first thing that we did is really align all arms of marketing under sort of one general group where, you know, we focus on it from a customer experience perspective versus from how we are set up. We might have the head of product in Singapore and the head of email in Boston and the head of PR in Boston and then another person in New York. But in the end, we all work together towards one cohesive customer experience and we want to make sure we add value to that customer experience. So we put it all under one group. We're working much closer together and then really trying to professionalize each of those individual units to to create the best customer experience possible. So that was sort of the, the biggest kind of push. And then the second push was really to think about are we in the business of racing or are we in the business of transformation? And with over 20,000 people that have a Spartan tattoo, we really feel like we're in the business of transformation. And how do we tell that story? And how do we let the community sort of celebrate each other's transformation and help each other on this journey? Because we've realized that the brand is incredibly resilient and it's not us that control the brand, but it's really the community that ha- has helped us build the brand and is continuously building the brand with us. Yeah. So really having that community lens and a more integrated marketing approach were, were the two biggest uh, focuses for the last year or so. Yeah, let me ask about the tattoo real quick, just for listeners. How, how can they tell out there that somebody is a Spartan racer from afar? Is it the same mark that everybody gets? Is it something that's just risen in the community? What, what, yeah, what happened there? Yeah, so um, if you type in Spartan race tattoo on Google, you will see a lot of different tattoos come up. Right. We've over the time held a number of different competitions on social where we ask people to send in their tattoos and we're actually looking to um, do quite a big push around this. So that's something maybe in the next podcast that we can talk about. Yeah. In a year or so, but um, yeah, we, as you may know, Spartan has a lot of different medals. So depending on what race you've accomplished, a lot of people have the trifecta tattoo. And then, you know, racers obviously use their own imagination to leverage the Spartan logo and mark to make their own tattoos. So there's not one tattoo that we have on everyone, but um, (laughs) it's definitely as, you know, one of the things that I've started doing more recently is call a customer day and just speak to them and really see what has been your experience and more than um, often, I've actually talked to people and they said, oh, you know, my cousin got me in and this person I know and they got a Spartan tattoo. And so there's always that story that somebody in somebody's um, realm of friendship or, you know, in their family actually is a really avid Spartan. And that's ultimately what creates this like big community and sales push for us. Yeah, I guess so. It's like sort of a family tree or a racer yes. tree. It flowers outward. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk a little, a uh, little bit about that that community and how you're you're capturing authentic experiences. But I want to touch on something else we just covered pre-recording as well because when I think of Spartan racers, I think about frankly this one buddy of mine who's part of a company I used to be with. We still stay in close touch as part of you know sports groups and things like mm-hmm. that. And he is just a super avid racer, like individually, mm-hmm. flies all over the place, does very well in these events. But we were just talking about how it might extend beyond the personal venture and how other organizations may be allowing their own uh, uh, employees, members to gain community through this, through corporate efforts. Could you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, so again, going back to the roots of Spartan, when Joe started it with more of an extreme business, which was like adventure racing, you know, some 100-mile races, and he quickly found out that there definitely wasn't a big enough market to scale that globally. Yeah. So then he launched um, the Sprint, which is a three-mile race. We now have a stadium race, which is inside a stadium. So again, very accessible. So we have a, a lot of three-mile um, entry points, and then it goes all the way to the Super, the Beast, and, you know, the 100-mile and so race. So we have... 14 different race formats. And then more recently, as we noticed, okay, so we have a, a race for everyone and there's kind of um, variability or gamification within the race. So your friend came in probably through, let's say, super or sprint, and now he's moving up, he's done a trifecta, and then you know he, w he qualifies in one of the age groups, and then eventually he gets onto the world championship yeah. and he might become an elite. So Mike, if you're listening, you can verify this with me later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... So a lot of a, a lot of different levels, and um, we have a very large entry level community. So people that you know want to transform themselves, they want to put that date in the calendar, and they want to train for something. And out of this, we actually, as I started talking to more customers, as we're getting requests in, we're seeing that a lot of people are booking corporate teams. So people have 10, 20 people that they're bringing in, and then one of our big um, partners, Rakuten in the last year has brought 726 employees across 24 different countries and they've raced together. And as an effort, they've also then invited their clients. They have a lot of corporate clients and they've said, come race with us. So we learned through our customer that really this could also be a big corporate platform where, you know, with more millennials in the workforce and everybody's saying, how do I motivate my team? What yeah. do I do with my team? Nobody wants to go out for drinks anymore. Wellness is a big next step everybody wants to take care of themselves and wants to challenge themselves and right. then these two trends i think wellness being important work-life balance you know doing things outside the office together also is important and showing vulnerability as a boss as a team captain you know not always being the one in charge so when you put a ceo or some team leader on a rope you know maybe the most junior person in the team can climb the rope and the senior person has to do the burpees because not many people can just climb up a rope right. without a lot of training yeah exactly but then there's other you know overcoming obstacles climbing over an a-frame like those are things doing it as a team you look each other we have a great quote from somebody from Rackets and he says you know you look each other in the eye afterwards at the water cooler and the relationship has just kind of changed because you've overcome this great push and you know physical challenge together you just work much closer as a team yeah i would guess there's a lot you can learn from people through an event like this that you could not get from I don't know, an escape room or something something yes. like that. It's teamwork still, but it's just on a whole different level. Yeah, and trusting each other, showing this vulnerability, you know, seeing who's how competitive and, and how the whole team works together. And then as part of this offering, so in the stadium, be, having being that the, the easiest and most accessible point, we then offer a corporate um, lounge or suite afterwards. So you can then invite family and friends and they can watch you on your team or you can have people that don't necessarily want to participate and you do more breakfast or lunch afterwards. Right. And then we have Leadership X, which is the Friday before the event. We also do sort of a Ted meets Spartan. There are some inspirational talks. We'll walk you through the obstacles for those that say, like, I'm, I'm not actually sure. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people come there and they say, I'm going to do the Friday event. I'm not going to do the Saturday event. Once they're there and they see the obstacles and they are in this kind of fever, they're saying, okay, I want to do this. This yeah, actually looks really fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So then through this, I, I'm imagining there's there's thousands, oh, millions, 1.3 million stories at least being told every single year or with with, with with frequency how are you how are you capturing some of those 
stories because I'm sure you hear about them all the time uh, of how people come to fall in love with Spartan, maybe meet meet new friends, meet start relationships, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How, how do you how do you capture? I mean, there's got to be so much good data there and so many good ways to turn back into your community and say this is what being Spartan racer is all about. How do you do that? Yeah, so if you look at our social channels, specifically on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we do share a lot of those stories. So what I always say, you know, coming from an agency where you really have to look at what could be the best possible positioning for this brand, Spartan, we don't have to put lipstick on the brand at all. It is what it is, and it has an incredibly strong tribe and community. So it's our easiest marketing tool. We don't cast for models. We just use our racers. We don't necessarily do photo shoots. We just leverage race photography. And then when we think about content and co-content production with some partners that you know want to be associated with more experiential stories, more kind of um, personal stories where somebody has a transformation, we offer them access to our racers because those, those racers want their stories to be told. They want to inspire everybody else on how they overcame cancer, how they're dealing with a difficult divorce or you know what instilling grit in your kids actually means and how you can work about that. So there's a lot of things that we can do together with brands to really create a, a platform that then our racers share their stories, become our mini influencers in right. the end of the day. We don't need to hire influencers. We have people that influence through their stories and through them wanting to do good and through them wanting to just literally share the story because they said, I was X pounds, I lost this weight and I never thought it would be possible, but Spartan helped me through this. And it's not because we gave them the perfect diet or the perfect workout, but because there was a community that cheered them on that, you know, as this person is going through the course, so many people come up to them and say, you keep going, you inspire me. Right. And it, this comes all the way from our pros. When our pros will say, you know, we obviously run in like the elite heat where when you see all, all the pros, but oftentimes they come back and they run the race again later in the day just to see the entire communi community kind of empower and, and strengthen each other. And yeah. that's what they say Spartan is all about. And, and they don't want to miss that for just the competitive element. I'm sure. It goes right back to transformation, as you were saying, yeah. to, to be inspiring in the true definition of the word, moving somebody to action. You talk about those pros, people in the elite heats, but then generally, are, how, how does Spartan describe, I would say, like your, your power user, or your power racer? Do you have a specific community of those that you keep on file? So when somebody comes in and wants to access your racers, as you've said, you know who to send them to right away? Or is it, how does that work? So we have very strong communities on Facebook. And those are segmented by region, by race, by interest group. So there's lots of different communities and yep. we're constantly you know, trying to instill conversation. And those are obviously the people that we go to first when we have any offers or anything kind of special. We have season pass holders who are people that race all year. Right. We just celebrated a gentleman. We're going to give him um, actually a Harley Davidson this weekend. Are you kidding me? He's done 300 races. Oh my so goodness. this is definitely our power user. Is he, does he know that's coming or is that surprise and delight? Uh, it's a little bit of both, I okay. think, but yeah, that's, that's definitely wow. coming. So that's, that's exciting. It's going to happen in Tahoe. And then we have had, I think the, the biggest team, I have to verify that number, but I think that was 800 people in one team one that team. Have participated. Yeah. So again, we, we have incredibly strong community leaders that, you know, make it their 
um, accomplishment to bring people to the race and we celebrate those people but that's not static it's not like the same person or the same 25 people make 85 percent of our revenue you know it changes and i think by we just opened trail racing so the trail racing community is a completely different community potentially from you know the kids racers or from the para community where we have abled racers so we have a lot of different segments of people and we tap into our our racers in our community on a frequent basis and do um call outs for user generated content we started the spartan spirit award and that really was born out of this notion that you know i see a lot of stories and um i always think about how do we position the brand and then oftentimes something lands on my desk and i end up calling the person and i'm just so moved when i hear their stories that i felt like I have the benefit of hearing all these stories and I obviously drank the Kool-Aid because I work here, yep. but not everybody else sees it. You know, you might see barbs, barbed wire and mud and you're saying this is not for me. So I wanted to create an outlet where we would honor people, not because they are the best or they have done the most, but because their story is really impactful and they're really community leaders. So we started the Spartan Spirit Award to really every month um, honor three individuals or three groups for what they're doing to change their community, what they're doing to change their own lives, and how they're really um, displaying this um, grit and resilience and um, are able to overcome obstacles in their life. And oftentimes, or most of the times, they really credit all of that back to Spartan, which is great. So it's it's a very natural kind of symbiosis. Yeah, 300 races. I was going to add, that was going to be part of my next question because I, I looked around and I, I know the Spartan Spirit Awards is a thing. I saw a big section of your site, Spartan Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, these stories that you, that you I guess, feature more in depth, what, what are some of your favorites? Obviously, you must value that one very much. You're going to get that kind of motorcycle. But what are some of the other ones that, that, that come to mind when you think? Yeah, I mean, know? for me as a mother, I would say seeing how families either have lost a child or have children that are you mm-hmm. know very sick, and then kind of using Spartan as a platform to get the kids involved, get the kids back out, you know, really rally with the community. Those stories always definitely touch me. Also looking at, um, you know, our platform really being co-gender and having a large push for women. So there is no pink race, you know, Mm. as a Spartan woman, you participate in the same obstacle. Some of the um, weights might be slightly lighter, but it's a great um, platform for men and women to compete next to each other and to have fun being a sort of co-gender group. So those stories also inspire me. And then I think, um, you know, one of our um, award winners um, is a woman who had a double mastectomy. She started her own business, you know, in her 40s, was on Shark Tank or is on Shark Tank. So just a great story where, you know, you get the call and it's about something completely different. And then all of a sudden you find out that her husband lost a lot of weight, that her son has a tattoo and that she had all these health issues and now started a business and is a very happy Spartan that's like very happy to share their story. So those stories, I think, you know, are just so unique that I always say you can't make them up. But somehow every time I pick up the phone, even when I talk to, just to give you an example, I I looked at lapsed customers for Atlanta and I just want to find out like, hey, why haven't you renewed? And I call a gentleman and he's very nice and he said, you know, he wanted to try some other races, but he's 100% coming back. He's signing up for three trifectors, so that's nine races next year. Wow. And he loves Spartan and his his, uh, partner is also really involved. So even when you think you're going to have a hard conversation because the person has lapsed, 
you know, it's still there is that that energy and uh, this transformation that transpires. So it's not to say that there's nobody out there that yeah. says I'm done, but right. you know, more often than not, we really hear unbelievable stories. And I think those are the stories. Even if that person doesn't raise and doesn't fall into our traditional revenue model, I think it's still our community, and we yes. want to celebrate them. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that and their personal touch, obviously, I'm sure helped in that particular case. And um, it seems like. I'm loving everything you're saying from even all the way back to we don't have any influencers because your racers are your influencers. Um, you're sort of preaching to the choir there with regard to it. But um, to touch on specifically something in the show, you know, how, how do you define like, authenticity for Spartan? And, and I think you've said a lot of it, but I just want to hear that summed up from you because um, a lot of brands that I talk to claim to be to true to ourselves and, you know, be yourself and all that. And and a lot of them are missing the mark. So I, I want to know from you and I, cause I, you guys are, I mean, you're very strong at it, but I want to mm-hmm. hear it right from you. What do you define authenticity as for Spartan? Yeah, I was uh, at a conference yesterday and I got asked the same question. And my answer was Joe DeSena has the ultimate BS detector. So that's, yeah. you know, as the founder, there's a lot of sponsorship opportunities that come on the table that right. he doesn't think are in advance of his mission to change 100 million people's lives and to sort of drive that wellness concept. So I think we really always go back to the roots. Is this going to make the experience of our community better? And if so, then that's a very authentic experience or authentic value that we can add to that racer. And then I think um, just, you know, we get a lot of feedback from our community for better or for worse. Like you do things and you thought it was a good idea and the community doesn't like it so how do we then quickly react and joe i think is one of the very few ceos that i know when things don't go well or when there's an issue we had to cancel the hawaii race because of a hurricane last year he immediately hands out his email and he said send me send me an email if you have any complaints and then he announces on his instagram that that night everybody can show up at this bar and we're going to hand out free tickets for next year. So it's just, you know, you have a very strong community. You owe them a response. You can't just have the corporate line. And like, how do we constantly improve that? Because we're also a very small organization. So it's not that I can just have a wish scenario where everybody gets called by, you know, a customer service representative and gets issued the free code immediately. Yeah, right. There's obviously constraints because, you know, we're not IBM. We have only few people and sure. our technology isn't as advanced as we would like it to be. But I think we do our best and we keep the brand very human. Joe is, you know, he always says when people ask him, what's your exit strategy? And he says it's death. He's definitely in oh, it for okay. the long run. Yeah. So he's a super committed, you know, racer, leader, uh, team builder and and he's just always thinking what's the best for the brand how do I drive this forward and not necessarily from a monetary perspective but how do I change lives at scale that's yeah. his mission in life changing lives at scale I like that a lot as you continue to lead the brand to do that as you have been uh, what do you where do you see Spartan going in, in the next few years now you implied that some changes may be coming maybe if we did another podcast in a year's mm-hmm. time I don't want to pry it for specifics but what's your vision for where Spartan should go over the next few years? Yeah, I think um, we, we have a lot of opportunity to bring this concept of overcoming obstacles and through that becoming a more resilient person into different parts of your life. And it doesn't always have to be you participating at an obstacle course, but how can we provide better content that sort of teaches that mindset, the grit mindset that people are not afraid to stare the obstacle in the eye and then overcome it. So how do we expand our messaging? And this notion that, as Joe would say, 
we sprinkle a little bit adversity on the problem and then by facing that adversity you just become a stronger person whether it's in your personal life whether it's with your children in your career or with your partner whichever way so how do we broaden that kind of notion across not just the one ten or 300 times that you're going to raise but how do we bring that content to you? How do we partner with sponsors that also want to tell that story and want to be sort of associated with that? How do we develop kids' products? Because, you know, if, if you look at where our youth is going, yeah, everybody's looking at online gaming. That's great. But how do we sprinkle a little Spartan on all of that? So we're right. thinking, you know, there's so many areas in which we can grow. And I think strategically, again, how to remain authentic to the brand because the brand does stretch into a lot of different areas, which is great. But being authentic, having that mission in mind, 100 million lives changed, maybe not through going through a physical obstacle course, but walking you through this kind of what's the mentality of just waking up and when things are not good, pushing through it. What do you do? You know, how do you know who you are when times are the toughest? And right. what can we as kind of the grit expert teach people? And, uh, you know, make that available online versus just at the course. And then always through building a platform where the community gets rewarded and can share their experiences. That's ultimately the most important thing. If, if we grow a bigger community and if that community sees value in these authentic interactions, be it digitally or, you know, on the ground, then we win because we've just created this platform where people interact and that's the most valuable thing. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And in terms of doing things off the course to get people interested or, or curious. I mean, th I'm guessing there are very few people out there who have not heard of Spartan Race, but there is a much, of course, smaller uh, demographic of people who have done them. For people who are interested in taking one or doing one or, or going one, is there a way that they can... You do a lot of things on social, obviously, and just so they're aware, do you like do things with broadcast? you stream events like that so they can actually see it in yeah. action? Yeah. How, how can they find that? So we have um, a show on ESPN, so you can watch our championships on ESPN. There's yep. also Facebook Live that you know streams our races. So we have uh, at different points in time, we, we show our races on Facebook Live. But then most importantly, I think if you looked up our schedule and where we're going to be across the United States, I think there's 80 races now. Every race has a free workout tour. So you can get to know oh, Spartan know and the mindset about three months out before the race, we come to town and we set up a free workout tour, oftentimes with part partners like yeah. Vitamin Shop as a partner. We would take over, you know, their parking lot or an outdoor area. We bring our SGX coaches. We have Spartan certified coaches mm. and we have uh, outside or inside workouts for you know, up to a thousand people sometime. And, wow. and you really get to know the spirit of Spartan because everybody shows up. It's a great workout. You get a free t-shirt. And then many people out of that experience sign up for the race. And also online, you can download our training guides. There's a lot of things that we offer for free. Again, because the idea is we want you to become uh, familiar and uh, sort of introduced to the Spartan mindset. And then you may choose to to race to get closer to the community, but everybody picks their own journey. And, you know, we obviously hope at some point people will join us, but we right. think that there's many touch points that are valuable for, for us and for the community. Definitely. And there are many prospective racers, I'm sure, listening into this right now. I'm going to close this with a question about advice to them, not necessarily about starting a race, but about the other reason why they listen, because they're marketers, they're students of the craft and anywhere from being sole proprietors all the way up to the biggest organizations out there. But typically people who listen to this are interested in how people like you and perhaps emulating your path become more, again, I use that word authentic again, to build their 
brand or maybe push their brand in the right direction or perhaps even become more authentic as a leader. If you had to give some advice to those people who are just trying to seek their way out, it's typically younger folks too, just beginning their careers. What would you tell somebody like that? So my that that's why I'm saying my key now is just to call one customer or lapsed customer or prospect customer a day to really understand like what makes people tick. Because I think you can sit in your office and you can have all the great ideas and then you go out and you test do tests, but speaking to a customer, hearing something in their voice, I think it's not very scalable long term, but if you just call one person a day or if you do a few focus groups, to me it's been extremely valuable because everybody has a different perspective and then I follow up with a more quantitative study to really verify what I've been hearing. But the great luxury I think of being in a relatively small company is that we can try a lot of things and oh, yeah. we have immediate feedback from our, uh, from, from our customers. So we oftentimes do little tests on social also where we show two different t-shirts let's say for a workout tour so 2020 workout tours coming up we have two or three or four different t-shirts designs which ones do you guys like better get an immediate answer so we try to co-design and co-innovate a lot with our um, racers we ask you know for xyz championship that we have coming up here three locations which one would you want to race at and that right. gives us a direction also as we then approach different locations or we get requests from different locations which ones might be more interesting for for our racers that's yeah, interesting okay i call your customers so i it seems to be a common trait among people who are who are genuinely great leaders and so i mean as as far as you can get into contact with your customers but marketers out there try that out I don't care where you are, just see because you know you can only benefit. Um, la last question: What are you most looking forward to in Spartan? Maybe a, a race coming up, other than the World Championships, which I know is a big deal, in the next couple of months. Like, what, what do you next can't wait to sink your teeth into? Um, I would love to um, build more of a platform where I can really interact with our power users at scale, and we can really equip, reward, and uh, give a benefit back to people that uh, that refer us, hmm. and so I think that's my everybody's an influencer kind of model is sure. is my big twenty twenty goal to to really understand um, how do I communicate more with those people, how do I help them more to push the brand forward, and how do I spend less money potentially in the traditional digital world and how do I reward my best customers more? So really kind of rethinking the model from pushing out to acquisition dollars to actually looking at rewarding those that have been our best com customers and working with them on an acquisition model. Wow. Well, I look forward to seeing how that proliferates. I'm sure uh, the one uh, very prolific racer that I know and, and those will be excited to see that as well. I've, I'm so glad that you've joined me here. I've learned so much about Spartan, what you're excited about, um, what your racers are excited about every day. So for all this, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much to Corolla Jane for joining the show today. It was great to hear all about Spartan Race. Great to hear what's coming up. And a few of my friends who do it are going to be very jealous that we talked. If you like this show, you want to hear more interviews like the one you just did, let me know. Connect with me on LinkedIn or follow our page, Authentic Influence Podcasts. That's where on launch day, every episode will be dropped. Of course, it will also be dropped across iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts and everywhere you can normally get a show. And by the way, if you do get your shows via those channels, please do leave me a rating and review. It would be great to get that feedback and validation on a public forum. Also, if you have comments on who I should talk to next, sorts of questions that I should ask, anything of the like, please do reach out and let me know. We'd love to hear from you. 
I'll be back again in just a couple of days with another fantastic interview about how another top brand is becoming more authentic each and every day. But until then, and for Authentic Influence, I've been your host, Adam Connor, and you'll hear from me again next time.